my God. <laughs> Can't you hear the John? Wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes! 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 For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! I am the voice of the voiceless. Do I have everybody's attention now? And welcome back, folks, to WrestleRant Radio, the final one of the month of April. I'm looking forward to it. We got two more episodes after this, RJ. I can't believe it. Seriously. I, I was just thinking about this the other day. But um, at the end of this semester, we got this is a 23rd episode. Yep. Next week's the 24th, and then we got the 25th episode of the season um, on I think not May 6th. That's next week, May 13th or something like that. I think is the final day. Can't wait for it. It's gonna be awesome. But uh, we got a blockbuster interview lined up for tonight. We're gonna be talking about Monday Night Raw, a little bit about TNA Sacrifice. I'll be talking a little bit about that because we got to get into TNA Extreme. Or sorry, WWE Extreme Rules this Sunday. We're talking our predictions. You pumped for it? Can't wait. It's going to be an exciting show today, but first, like I was talking about before, we got independent pro wrestler, a good friend of mine, Bull Dread on the line. How's it going today, Bull? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, doing good. And of course, I think the last time I talked to you, and we were talking a little bit before the show went live, um, we did an interview about two and a half years ago, and I think the last yeah. time I saw you was at a Northeast Wrestling show in like June of 2012, with the exception of a couple weeks ago. But um, I hadn't seen you for about two years or so, and then I caught up with you a couple weeks ago at the show in Bethany, and you were telling me how a lot has changed and whatnot. So, of course, I, I just want to get um, the inside scoop. What's been going on since I last saw you two years ago? Well, I mean, well, you, well, you went away to college. And, uh, <laughs> I got that right. That's what know, we're doing the show right now. Listen, I didn't, uh, I didn't forget about you, you know? You know um, I'm wearing the shirt right now, Bull. I'm wearing the shirt right now. 
Are you? I am. You RJ know, Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. One of my friends, Al Fogman, had yep. uh, sent me a picture, and he was on a show in Mass. Yep. And, you know, somebody wearing the dread shirt, and I couldn't tell who it was. You know, yeah. the, the picture wasn't that great. But uh, then, then I was like, the only person that would I would know that I had a shirt, you know, look, you look like one of my friends. But I I knew it was you, you know, until later, a little later, I knew it was you. But, uh, yeah, a lot's changed, and, you know, no, it's going to be three years, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah. Kinda, you know, I mean, what do you want to know? Like, what's changed in the independence? What's changed in, you know, the, the Bull Dread, uh, the, the the life of Bull Dread, the man behind the beast? <laughs> it's just so much. Well, well first of all, I, I just want to get the inside scoop on this. Um, like I said, the last time I saw you was in like June of 2012 with the exception of a couple weeks ago. I think that was the last Northeast Wrestling show that I've been to. So I've been kind of out of the loop on all the storylines and the feuds and everything yeah. that's been going on and whatnot. But I was at the show a couple weeks ago in Bethany. Great show. You were involved in an eight-man tag team match. One of the people that you were gunning for, and um, both of you guys got counted out, I think, in the first round or so of the eight-man elimination tag team match. You against Vladimir Joseph. So the first thing I want to ask you, what's the, what's the beef between you and Joseph? Because I know you guys are going to be facing each other this upcoming Saturday at New England Championship, or at Northeast wrestling in uh, Bethany it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, obviously, Vladimir Joseph is is one of the biggest stars and the biggest guys, you know, in, in all of New England. He's like, he's another beast, you know, mm-hmm. in New England. And um, my first encounter with him was um, about two years ago. I was the special opponent uh, for against Vlad because I took the place of just incredible because he couldn't make a show. Yeah. And what a perfect fit is that you got these two behemoths in the ring. And, um, you know, he got the best of me. I mean, I, he, you know, he took the easy way out and, uh, you know, and he, he, he cheated you know, he pulled something out of his trunks and he whacked me with it, you know what? Mm-hmm. But I respect him for that because I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I faced him again the second time. Yes, he beat me fair and square. You know, I'm not bitching about it. But, you know, um, it's it just like, you know, when you have an itch. You know, like when you have an itch and you just keep scratching it and scratching it until it goes away. Yep. But if Vladimir Joseph, to me, is like an itch that doesn't go away until you scratch the hell out of it, until you rid of it. You know, um, I want to take claim and regain my title as the biggest beast in Connecticut. Uh, I'm the OGB. I'm the original beast of Connecticut, and I paved the way for a lot of guys. And uh, and it's just, I'm going to reclaim my throne. And uh, it's a match that I don't I don't I don't have to win. I just a match that I will not lose. You know, he's entering my world as an ODQ match, and. Um, and is he willing to putting it on the line? Because I, I am. Now, you were talking to me a little earlier today, and I went on the, uh, the Northeast Wrestling website, and yes, like you just said, you guys are going to be facing off in a no-disqualification match this Saturday night at Bethany Town Hall in Bethany, Connecticut, 7 p.m. bell time for anyone interested in checking it out. Um, but you were telling me a little earlier today that you're, getting, that you're going to be competing in a ladder match. Is that you or something else in the show? No, or? I, I recently competed in my first ever ladder match. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, talk a little bit about that. I want to hear about that. Yeah, it was uh, in Waterbury at the at Crosby High School, and yeah. it was the biggest show by far in Waterbury 
and, and in Connecticut. Yep. Um, you know, obviously besides World Wrestling Entertainment, but yeah, yeah, of course. You know, Northeast. When whenever Northeast Wrestling comes to Connecticut, it's it's the grand stage. Absolutely. You know, especially WrestleFest. Yep. Uh, and in Waterbury, Crosby High School, it was well over two thousand people. Wow. And I had my first ever ladder match, and it was me versus Caleb Conley mm-hmm. versus Lucas Sharp. Mr. Two Hundred Five uh, versus Mr. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, two hundred three, uh, right? Yeah. Yep, Mikey Webb, Brian Anthony, and uh, you know, obviously myself. Yeah, yeah. And uh, first time in my career where I got a chant. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, the crowd was about to erupt because they wanted to see a new champion, and I had my fingertips on the belt. Yeah. And uh, Brian Anthony, you know, he's Norse's champion for a reason. And uh, I was fingertip away from becoming the new NEW champion. And he jumped off the top rope and drop kicked the ladder, and I fell, you know, 10 feet to the, to the mat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my fingers were there. I was almost there. But, you know, I will not retire until I am once Northeast champion. It's crazy to think about because I was just thinking about this earlier today. Um, we're approaching May, uh, we're only a few days away from the month of March, or from the month of May, and I was just thinking about this today. It was, I think, five years ago from Saturday that I attended my first ever NEW show, Northeast Wrestling, you just said it before, they attended, they got 2,000 people at the Crosby High School. Um, I know they did, that Waterbury, like you said, they've done it in Bethany, they've done it in, uh, Rocky Hill a few times, I've been to a few shows there. When Northeast Wrestling does shows, they do a big. Like you said, they're the biggest shows in the Northeast Wrestling area. They get stars like Matt Hardy, and they got uh, Matt Hardy. They've gotten uh, Carlito there a few times, Shelton Benjamin, a number of stars. Sergeant Slaughter's been there a few times. And you've also got your homegrown talent like yourself, Matt Taven, Brian Anthony, um, Ron Zombie, of course. So many guys that have grown up there that are still there. Because I remember the first show that I went to, I think you might have been there, Ron Zombie, Brian Anthony, Matt Taven, etc., etc., and right. it's just amazing to think how you guys are still there five years later, still evolving and still fighting for the championship. And um, you just mentioned before about grabbing the championship from Brian Anthony. And it's uh, it's been like two and a half years that he's been champion or something like that. It's been crazy since like 2011 this guy's been champion. But uh, um, have you have yet to hold a gold in, in uh, Northeast Wrestling? And if not, when are your aspirations to capture that championship going to come true? Uh, well, whenever I get the chance, whenever I, the opportunity comes yep. – um, you know, uh, I would love to, yes. You know, um, I mean, there's no lie. Any, everybody wants to be a champion. No matter wherever they wrestle, wherever company they're at, they want to be the top guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've, you know, like you said, I'm going to be six years that I'll be working with Northeast Wrestling. You know, I started in, in uh, December of 2008 when I had my first match, and I tagged with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and I've been there ever since. But I started from the bottom. I worked my way to the top of being one of the top guys there. You know, I'm not saying that as an ego. I'm not saying that as, um, you know, to put myself out there, put myself over. What I mean is is that I busted my ass from, you know, to work myself up to the top, make myself known, and be the beast. You know, that's where HTA was born. You know, the beast yeah. was born. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, Mike Lombardi is, you know, the top promoter. And he's the top promoter, you know, of all the Northeast. And uh, and there's only one, I mean, there's one other person that comes close to him, meaning brain, brain-wise. And, you know, but I'm saying mostly in Connecticut. You yeah. know, there's a lot of other guys, promoters that run shows, 
you know, you got Sheldon Goldberg. Yeah, and exactly. Yep. I, I added, you know, these are mine. These are real promoters. Yep. You know, and uh, the only other person that I work with, work with is uh, used to he's a friend that a friend of mine that I started training with 13 years ago. You know, he is, um, you know, he goes by Joseph von Schmidt, mm-hmm. and he's a top star. You know, he's a star in four countries. You know, he's traveling around the world, and, and we have a school in, you know, North Haven, I'm sorry, New Haven, where he's the head trainer, and we're teaching, you know, a lot of the younger guys, training the guys, and he started, you know, PWA, and he's a true promoter, he's another true promoter that uh, that knows what he's doing, and to me, like I said, I mean, Mike Lombardi, and, uh, and just a lot, like I said, just in Connecticut, you know, Mike Lombardi, you know, even though he runs in New York also, but Mike yeah. Lombardi and Joseph Von Schmidt in Connecticut are the two top promoters. And, and, uh, well, it's, it's funny that you mentioned Sheldon Goldberg before, too, because we're actually having him on as a guest next week because uh, tying back to what you just said at the start of the interview, um, when that picture, because I met Fogman at that same show because he was talking to me about, uh, about the bold red shirt that I was wearing, and we were talking about you a little bit. And um, that was at a New England Championship Wrestling show, which is, and it's funny because it's only like five minutes down the street. Um, because when I can't go to the Northeast Wrestling Shows, I'm going to be trying to go into one when I get home in about a month. But um, they have New England Championship Wrestling, which is like the, the Massachusetts version of Northeast Wrestling. So it's pretty cool. It's yeah. right down the street. So And Sheldon Goldberg runs it. So it's, it's pretty awesome that you mentioned that. But um, one thing I, I did want to talk about that, that's unique to you, um, it's on your Facebook page. You've got the Ten Commandments, but it's Wrestling Commandments. And um, if you don't mind, I'd like to read a few off if that's okay. Read them off, yeah, and then I'll explain to you, you know, what what they mean. <laughs> okay, so here's one of them, and we don't usually allow foul language on the show, but I'll make a I'll make an exception because it's pretty comical. But um, one of your ten wrestling commandments is, "Thou shall not use ten finishers in thirty high spots in an eight minute match, and end it with a small package or a schoolboy." Learn some wrestling psychology, fucking marks. <laughs> and then your next one says, "Thou shall not subscribe to the WWE Network and call it training." Get off your ass and get in the ring <laughs> and do some work, you lazy mark. So I just want to know, what, what was the uh, motivation behind these Ten Commandments of Wrestling? And where did you come up with the idea to do these? Well, I mean, obviously it was Easter time. And, you know, and then you think of, every time you think of Easter, I think of the Ten Commandments because yep. I think of the movie. And, and I'm like, wouldn't it be funny, like, when there would be the Wrestling Commandments? And, and it, it, this is stuff that, you know, that I, I guess you, you know, Worker, you know, we we struggle with every day. The guys that are you know in the business, like veterans, and and what it pertains to is is that what's changed, say within the last ten years of the business that I've been in, it's way too easy for somebody to come off the street and just with a snap of their finger, like wake up one morning, like I want to get into the wrestling business. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And you know, they're like they consider themselves in the wrestling business because they hang around with a. They have a friend that hangs around with a friend that's in the wrestling business, or, or somebody that hangs around with somebody that's in the wrestling business, or somebody that's a, a lackey or a freaking bitch, you know, like a, you know, somebody that, that you know, that goes around and, and you know, freaking sticking their tongue up their ass, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, it, it, you know, to be in the consider yourself to be in the business. I mean, you need to pay your dues. I mean, you need to train. You need to know how to work. Um. Learn, you know, earn the respect of the business, and 
And what's what's lacking right now? It's way too easy for fans. You know, there's a difference between a fan and a mark. Yep. Fans, you know, keep the business alive. You know, obviously a fan is a mark, but marks are what ruin the business because when they get into the business and they think they know what they're doing when they're actually not. Yep. Yeah, I hear it's you. What, it's poison to the business, and and that's what I hate. And mm-hmm. and the pertaining for the wrestling commandment, it was is to. Yes, it's comical, but it's the truth. And I've been, a lot of guys, veterans, have approached me, sent me messages, and like, dude, keep them going because they're every 100% true. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just kept going with them. So it just, I came to a point where I just ran out of, idea, I ran out of ideas. It's like, it's hard to put it on paper. Yeah, yeah. At some point you'll bring them back as more ideas come to your head, you know? Yeah, I mean, I could go off. Believe me, I could go off. I could bury a lot of people and embarrass <laughs> yeah. a lot of people. You're right a veteran. Now. You're a veteran in the business. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say myself. I'm a superstar. I'm not going to, you know, I haven't big. To, I haven't been to the big dance, you know, like WWE. Mm-hmm. But I treat every locker room as as it is one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've I've been in the ring with veterans. I mean, legends in the locker room with legends. I talked to legends where they watched my match and they and they critiqued it. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh I think the last time we talked mm-hmm. I ended up touring with Northeast Wrestling a few months later. Mm-hmm. And uh I had the pleasure of wrestling, you know, two shows with Ric Flair really? two nights in a row. Wow. You know, and I don't mean like wrestling, I mean like, you know Yeah, well in the same ring with them, yeah, yeah. They're not in the same ring, but you know the show in locker room. Well, he's yeah, critiquing yeah, yeah. our match mm-hmm. in the locker room from this monitor, and I had that experience, that exposure, and there's so much from a legend like that to tell me what I was doing right. Yeah, it, it's a dream come true. It's like I know I made it, and and who are these guys that have only been in you know that snuck in through the back door? To in, into wrestling and think they know what they're doing because they run one show a year or mm-hmm. uh, you know they've they've announced like two shows or something and all of a sudden they're wrestling promoters <laughs> and, yeah. you know and who are these guys to say you know who to listen to and and, and that's these guys are cancer to the business uh, and I take it personal sometimes and I shouldn't but you know that's what's changed. You know, over the last three, four years. What kind of time back into what you just said, too? Uh, what do you think about the current state of the indie scene? I mean, really, how much has it changed in the last two and a half years? And well, do you I'll really think total- people are? No, no. Go ahead. I'll be totally honest. Um, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to be unprofessional, and I'm not going to stoop to a lot of guys' levels because it's unprofessional of them. You know, with doing what they do. And I, if they're listening, you know, I'll tell them, I'll tell them straight out, you know? Yep. Just being honest. Facebook is the problem, is because it's allowed people that have, you know, everybody's a, a allowed their opinion, yep. obviously. Everybody has a mind of their own. Mm-hmm. But people shouldn't be stating opinions if they're not able to back it up. You know, especially, like, you know, guys, people that have not done anything in the business, yeah, you know the critique and you know tell people who what show to go to and this that whatever. But right now in the indie scene is every fan's wet dream. Mm-hmm. 
it's it, it, it's like it, I don't want to take that away from them because it's, it's keeping indie wrestling alive. Yeah. But I could very easily bury the 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 marks, the guys that have done nothing in this business. Like I said, that are cancer that have done nothing. I could very easily just bury them. But I'm not gonna. I, like I said, I'm not gonna be unprofessional and do that. But. Dwight, I just think the indie scene is is getting worse, and the only people that are pretty much keeping it old school and alive is you know Northeast Wrestling and PWA. Mm -hmm. So what? No, go ahead. No, no, what was that? I'm sorry. No, no, I was just I was going to ask you another question, but if you wanted to continue off that, well, dude, I could go I could go on all night, you know, um, and people. uh, See, I don't know if you guys have paid attention to Facebook for a while, but I started doing, like, uh, uh, video diaries. Yep. And it's just me expressing my feelings. And, and it's, yeah, it's the man behind the beast, mm-hmm. you know, but um, it's the truth. And what I, people don't know my history or know who really who I am, you know, my parents came to this country with nothing. I mean, they came from Italy to America with, with a, like, you know, without a pot to piss in. And what they did is build a life for me, my brother, and my sister, you know, and a life for them. And, you know, even though growing up, I didn't have everything I wanted, but I had everything we needed. And what I did was I brought all that culture and and everything, all that my culture and every my upbringing, respect, hard work, and I brought it to the wrestling business. And that's how, you know, what I um, put into it. It was the way I was raised, and that's why I. Be, I'm not gonna say I became successful. I worked hard to build up to who I am today, mm-hmm. and I did it by respect and hard work. And that's what's missing right now in, in these. Believe me, I'm not saying everybody's like that. It's it, the lack of respect, honestly, is what's missing. And like I said, Facebook has ruined it because it allows people to take jabs when they shouldn't be speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, they allow, Facebook has allowed people to state their opinions when their opinion, opinions they should keep to themselves. And um, technology, you know, sometimes it can help you, but, you know, the Internet and everything can bury somebody, it can make somebody's career, and it can ruin it. Exactly, exactly. And, and tying kind of back into what you said before, um, you said you're still aspiring to become the NEW champion. Um, so let's hope that happens in the very near future if you take on Brian Anthony and get your shot at the prestigious prize. But aside from that, though, what does the future hold for the Beast himself, Bold's Ride, going forward? What what other career aspirations, goals do you have? Well, my goal obviously is, I mean, yes, I'm you know I'm, I'm going to be hitting 39 in a few months, and um, I mean I, I'm not as agile as I used to be, but. I'm still the beast. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, my my aspirations is yes, I would like to be champion one more time. Of course, if it happens, you know, it's not the end of the world. But right now is I'm at a different stage in my life where I'm giving back to the students now. I'm giving back to the guys that are coming in, you know, wanting to learn. And people ask me all the time for advice, and I give it to them, and I'm honest, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't expect people to take the same path as I did. What I expect people to do is take work as hard as I did. And, you know, and, and that's that's what I love. I mean, I love to be somebody's inspiration. Mm-hmm. And, and He's that's, passing along your knowledge, that, exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're nobody in this world is better. We're no in this world, we're all equal. Nobody's better than another. Mm-hmm. And I kind of look at wrestling the same way. Yeah, some people draw more money than the others. You know, some of these guys, you know, this guy's the ones going to put asses in seats. But you know, as individuals, we're all doing this as one. It's a big brotherhood. Exactly. Nobody's better than anybody else, and I think that somebody they somebody thinks they're better than somebody else is the day they should be walking out of this business. Exactly, exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. So, like we were saying before, you're facing Vladimir Joseph this Saturday night, Northeast Wrestling, Saturday, May 3rd, 7 p.m. bell time, Bethany Town Hall. It's going to be a great show. So anyone that's in the area, Beverly in Connecticut, wherever else, if you're across the country, drive this destination. It's going to be a kick-ass matchup, a ruthless rivalry reaching its head um, between Bull Dread and Vladimir Joseph. So it's going to be a great matchup, no disqualification. Before Bull- you think. No, 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 I was just going to say, go right ahead. You've got the mic, No, no, I was going to say, before you go, um, you know, I guess I got Northeast Wrestling coming up. We got, you know, June, well, actually, I got uh, PWA also. It's the promotion run by, you know, Joseph Frenchman, the school that we train at. That's in uh, Hamden, uh, May 31st, uh, the Balcony Banquet Facility. Uh, The last show there, um, which was like two, like a couple, like three weeks ago, actually, or two weeks ago, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, stand-up crowd, and they... It, you know, the feeling there was like bringing back the, the days of ACW where I first started, you know, 10, yeah. you know, 12 years ago. And then, um, you know, Northeast back is going to be in New York June 6th, and AW returns to Ansonia in June yes. 7th. Yeah, that's a show I want to go to. You know, with Scott, Scott Hall Scott and, Hall and Matt Hardy. Or, or Scott Hall and Matt Hardy, I'm sorry. You got it, yep. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be helping I mean, that show. You know, so. We're just still wearing, I'm still working, you know, I'm still getting my show, I'm still yeah. doing stuff and staying busy. The beast ain't going anywhere. I'm I'm the original beast of Connecticut. I I laid the groundwork for a lot of guys and I think people don't realize that. There you go. Gotta get your respect due at some point. Here's hoping you get a title shot in the very near future. So uh, that all being said, Bull, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Anytime and uh, you know, I'm always open. Been great catching up with you, man. Hopefully, I see you in an NEW show in the near future. Yeah, you know, just you know, just come up to me. I'm no, uh, I'm not gonna push, shove you off. <laughs> Sounds good, brother. Thanks so much for joining. I'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. Good night. Bye. RJ, are you ready to talk Monday Night Raw and Extreme Rules, my friend? Am I? You ready for this? I've been waiting 28 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I got to join. I got to join an old friend in the show. I haven't talked to him about two and a half years, so. Got to bring him on. Got to plug yep. the shows. Got Northeast Wrestling on Saturday. New England Championship Wrestling. I don't know if you're interested or not, folks. But next week, before I, I'm sorry, I got to get these plugs out of the way. It's all a part of the show. Next Saturday night, May 10th, New England Championship Wrestling Cove Community Center, right here in Beverly, Massachusetts. It's the Iron Eight Tournament, the very prestigious Iron Eight Tournament. NECW, we're going to be having the promoter of the company, Sheldon Goldberg, on for an exclusive interview, the final interview on WrestleRant Radio before we take a break in the summertime, or at least when we take a break from doing the show here live on campus. But with all that being said, though, Monday Night Raw last night, good, bad, or indifferent, it was quite the controversial show. Would you say so? It was pretty controversial. There was a lot to talk about it last was, night. yes. 
So I'm not even going to bother talking about Sacrifice. I wrote a review of it, so if you want my thoughts on it, go to nextairwrestling.weebly.com for my full review of the show. In a nutshell, though, really wasn't that bad. It actually wasn't all that bad at all. Um, we had the new Knockouts and World Tag Team Champions, um, and Eric Young actually won a match without any interference from Abyss or any of that BS. So um, it wasn't typical TNA shenanigans. So I wouldn't suggest going out of your way to watch it or anything. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest that at all. But it was a decent pay-per-view, and I didn't have any problems watching it, actually, when I was watching it online. Um, so I didn't have any problems watching it. So it was actually pretty nice. But um, that being said, though, that, that being said, though, let's get to what matters. Monday Night Raw kicking off the show. We had John Cena. Okay, so I'm thinking we're gonna get another. He, he was at, he was inside the steel cage promoting the matchup, steel cage matchup with Bray Wyatt next or this Sunday. Extreme yep. Rules. Still can't believe it. I still think in my mind it's another two weeks from now. But um, he's standing inside the steel cage. Acting heel for some reason. He does this every time before he has a feud. And I'm thinking, okay, he's going to act like this, get fired up, and start yelling into the microphone, do all this BS, the typical Cena routine. But before he even has a chance to do that, and he did do that later on in the night in some backstage segment for yeah. some random reason, yeah. but before he even has a chance to do that in this segment, out comes Bray Wyatt, saying he's got the whole world in his hands, you know, the typical Bray Wyatt thing. But then out comes the chorus. So, and I don't know if you watched this part because you might have been still hiding under your bed when this part happened because I know it was pretty bad. It was pretty scary. <laughs> it was pretty scary. It was very eerie. Yep. So, out come the chorus of kids. They're singing the same thing that he is. And then they surround the ring with the, uh, with the sheet mask. And I played the audio before as we, as we rolled into the show of uh, Ray Wyatt laughing. So, uh, that was very ominous and a great way to kick off the show. It, it was a little weird, you know, with the kids holding the, 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 uh, the masks and stuff. It was a... Weird visual, but in a good weird visual, awesome stuff, and it's about time they finally came up with something creative as, you know, let's put Cena in a handicap match this week and have a win by DQ, you know, the same old shit. So I'm glad that we had something, a, a change of pace, and, uh, you know, let's forget that Cena promo later on in the night. Yep. It didn't even happen, because yep. I mean, no sense, it was stupid. It was very stupid. It took away from this awesome segment, so RJ, your thoughts? I thought it was a very good, like, little start segment for uh, Raw. I, yeah. I thought Cena was going to go on, I was like... Big yelling spree or whatever he does lately, but then <laughs> yeah. luckily we got saved by Bray Wyatt. I thought it was very creative when they had like all the kids with the mask and singing stuff. It kind of like made him feel. I don't know. There was a dark, eerie feeling to it, yeah. and then he like started laughing. I feel like they kind of pushed the laugh on way too long, but yeah. obviously can't critique everything they do. But yeah, it's I just it was nitpicking a, things. Yeah, yeah. But I thought all in all, I thought it was a good segment. And if that whole Cena thing didn't happen then in the night, it would have been fine. But that kind of ruined it too. But. We talked about this last week. I still don't think, despite anything that we saw last night, a Cena heel turn is not in the books at all. I still don't think that's happening. I don't see that happening this Sunday or ever even. Um, even you know, Maybe at some point, but definitely not anytime soon, if ever. But um, that being said, though, I think it would have been nice had they not done that promo later on in the night and given viewers a chance, you know, given viewers an incentive to look forward to this match. And I still look forward to the match regardless. Oh, yeah, exactly. I don't, I'm not going to change my mind on the match. Just... No, no, not at all. I think it was just, uh, I think it would have been better had they kept that out and gave fans the impression, okay, he might turn heel Sunday. I mean, we all kind of know he, he won't turn heel, but a lot of people think that based off that promo, he's like, okay. Maybe he actually will turn. You know what I mean? He he could. Like I'm not saying he won't. No, like, and never say Hulk never. Hulk Hogan turn heel. No one ever thought never that would have happened. Never but know. I don't know. I feel like Cena's too hot right now. No, he's and never. They can't no. really risk him. Not, going no, heel. no, no. I'm not saying he will. Uh, that he will turn heel. But I mean, just give the belief to fans and make them think that he will turn yeah. heel. You know what I mean? Yeah. To like the casual viewers and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I thought it was an awesome segment to kick off the show and um, definitely give that final boost that the feud needs because we were talking about last week. 
that um, the feud, it really wasn't the same because we were raving about this rivalry going into WrestleMania. And, and I thought it kind of died down after it, WrestleMania. Exactly. It definitely died down after WrestleMania. This is a great way to, uh, great final segment. And um, I think it, I, I was saying last night that it would probably have been better had it closed the show. But um, it kind of set off the tone on the right foot. Yeah. You know, if they had Ric Flair and do all that stuff come out, we'll, you know, we'll talk about that tune too. Yeah. But um, it would have been a little weird. So a great way to kick off the show last night. We followed it up with a very another good segment, the Usos retaining the tag team titles. Very, very good matchup. Thought we would get this at the pay-per-view. I thought we would get some kind of non-finish or something like that. We didn't end up getting that for some reason. Usos went over clean, not complaining at all. Um, great matchup, great win for the Usos. Um, with the tag team division right now so depleted, crumbling. absolutely crumbling. crumbling, which is funny because I was writing about it like three months ago when we had the Road Brothers, you know, all the tag teams, but now there's, now there's, there's literally there's no heel teams anymore. Three Besides, MB, Los Matadores. Oh it's my, it. don't get me started. I literally turned the TV off last <laughs> night when that clown came on. That was stupid. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit too, but um, yeah, who do you see challenging for the tag team titles next? Who could you possibly see challenge, uh, being the next challengers? I'll say the Wyatt family. I'll say Harper and Rowan. Versus, yeah, they've had a lot of good matches in the past, so I could definitely literally see Because literally there's no other heel tag team that I could even think that would even have a remotely chance to beat them. Evolution, no. No. I don't see that happening. Um, I'm, I don't, I'm trying to go through the roster in my mind and try to... Maybe if they put a tag team together, because I know there was a, a rumor a couple, uh, a couple months ago about putting Miz and Ziggler together. That didn't end up happening, so I don't know what the point of that was. Miz is filming some movie anyway, but... um. Yeah, I don't know. The Y family makes the most sense, honestly. Probably. I can't think of another heel team that would be, like, even close to Tyler contention. Yeah, I don't, definitely not. Ryback's not even a good contention either. I, I don't even like them as a team. To I be honest hate with Ry- I just don't like Ryback. So I like Ryback. I don't even. I don't, it's not even that I don't like Axel. It's just the fact that together they're like together they're like two like opposite people. Yeah, like, it makes no even, like, sense. Th- it's like they take a huge guy and put him with just like a decent size. It's not like they have like Rey Mysterio and Batista. It's yeah, like, that's yeah, like two yeah, yeah, different yeah. like exactly. Like Shawn like, Michaels Diesel kind. Yeah, of exactly. Thing. It's two different things, and Axel kind of got screwed with the whole. Paul Heyman thing, but... Yeah, that's another story for exactly. another day. I'm very upset about that. I, I thought he had a bright future, but I don't know. It's not too... At least he's on TV, I guess. Exactly. He's, really a, he's a very good wrestler. He's a very just, good wrestler. Yeah, just... just His the, name sucks. Yeah. Well, I don't, I, like I was telling you last night, better than Michael McGillicuddy. Yeah, but that sucked too, just like Husky Harris with that, so. <laughs> Like, I don't get why they don't just stick, like... Why they just stick with his name? Like, everyone knows his dad, and like... Yeah, like, Joe Hennig, yeah. But no, they go Michael... Like, that's... Ugh. I don't know. I, I, I read a couple years ago that he changed it on purpose. I don't know how much truth there is. I don't that, think that's though, true. That's a terrible name. Yeah, he said that he hated that name and he always wanted to get away from it. So I don't know. I don't but know. like you said, at least he's on TV. I very just, good. I just feel like all these guys are from NXT <clears throat> kind of getting shafted right now. Yeah. Besides Brian, because he was like, well, he did get shafted. He got fired at one point. But yeah. It's weird because they all they all get pushed and, and then, then they, they get de-pushed. Like Ryback, I mean? Ryback, Barrett, Barrett um, Keith Slater's always sucks. So never mind. Gabriel's <laughs> sucks too. Yeah. Tarver's not even employed. No, Otunga's go- Otunga's, Otunga's there, but he's not. He's terrible too. But um, I don't know. I just feel like th- 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 if anything, they need to put a heel tag team together. Besides yeah. the Whites, because they don't have one. Yeah, hopefully they. Uh, I was gonna they say Sandow, but Sandow. We're gonna team with them. Yeah, I don't know. Someone said Cody Sand- Rhodes. Ooh, oh, they've Rhodes had that. I think, yeah, but they did. Uh, no, I think Cody Rhodes should break off as an on his own, like you were talking about before. Yeah. You know, we did that scenario last yeah, week. Yeah. I think that'd be sexy if they did that. So, um, but they did the same thing last night. They furthered that last night with Cody Rhodes and Del Rio. The match was it was good, but it only lasted a few minutes. Del Rio went over for no reason at all. I mean, what are they doing with Del Rio right now? But at least they're building towards the Goldust Cody feud. That's what matters. And I'm happy they're not doing it 
on the pre-show of this Sunday's pay-per-view because that would have been ridiculous too. Um, so up next though, we had uh, we had a few segments on the show. I'll just kind of go around to the the important stuff. There was like a long lull of just random matches that didn't really Sheamus mean anything. Or, I'll just go over them right now. I can think of them. Tyson or Sheamus, waste of time. Literally attack some bro kick done. That was just a waste of match, waste of time. Waste of time, but on the positive side, and I will say this to defend <laughs> it, in its, in its defense, at least it wasn't a regular match, Sheamus just beating him. You know what I mean? At least I, Titus I guess, O'Neil. But still technically a squash match. Oh, technically, yeah. Move and, no, yeah. I know. It was a waste. They're not doing anything with Titus O'Neil. They're not doing anything with Sheamus either, so. Oh, yeah, that's a waste, too. But they, yeah. there's so many guys that are wasting. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. There's no. I'm not in creative or any control of WWE, so I can't say anything pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Anything that goes on the internet, they know they don't read or listen to anyway. Exactly. They don't they're care. making money. I'm not. So. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, we're, we pay for the WWE network. Exactly. We're Take paying money. them for our terrible ideas and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. So, yeah. We, we had a bunch of stuff last night. Um, this was really hit or miss. I personally, this is just biased, and I mean, from a from a fan standpoint, I enjoy this. But realistically, it was probably it was pretty pointless and stupid. But Hugh Jackman on Raw last night. What were your thoughts on that? It was all just a plug. That's all this guest. It was just for the movie. Plug. Yeah, yeah. That's I, pretty much. All. I enjoyed I actually, it because I liked Hugh Jackman. So I that thought was it was a decent. Like for how bad other segments were, I thought it was a funny segment. <laughs> it was, was a be- funny segment. It was better than what's what's his name? Uh, what was that guy? That damn politician that was on the show. Um, a couple years ago, I forgot it was Al Al Sharpton. Remember that? Al Sharpton, Cedric the Entertainer, yeah, Forrest some, Henderson. Yeah, they've had some pretty bad ones, but I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was a funny segment. And I it, thought it was good. Yeah, I think it was right after the tit- uh, Titus thing. So yeah, it was. Yeah, I get. I don't know. It's better than Santino, I guess. So yeah, exactly. We didn't get another Santino Fandango feud, so or a match between those two. Didn't get see Emma, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we had Rusev Woods again. Oh it was so funny God. when that match happened. I'm thinking, and I see Xavier Woods in the corner. I'm thinking, RJ's going to be pissed. How long before he tweets me about this? It was and like he 20, did. No, literally it was like <laughs> Rusev, they like announced him. And then all of a sudden, like, and his opponent, Xavier, I'm like, oh, I've seen this match <laughs> yeah. three times. Then you see it again on Sunday, too. Exactly. I've seen this. Literally, they had had three <laughs> or four single matches on NXT, and nothing's yeah. changed. Not on Raw, too, and everywhere else. And so. SmackDown. And, Smackdown, and all yeah. like, you've seen. I bet you that's been a dark match like 20 times. <laughs> yeah. like, it's a match that we've seen all the time. No one cares about Rusev. No yeah. one even cares about Xavier Woods and R-Truth. It's pretty no, much a waste of time, and it's just another shitty match. <laughs> That was like a long lull in the second hour. We had that. Cesaro's swagger wasn't really all that good. I, I mean, it was fine, but I mean, their SmackDown match last week, which I thought was pretty good, so this was a, a downgrade from that. Um, 3MB, Los Matadores. Oh That's joke. on the pre-show. Oh, the El Torito Hornswoggle thing is. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Stupid. <laughs> don't, get me, don't even get me started. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but uh, what did I want to talk about? Oh, yeah, two more things before we get into our Extreme Rules predictions. Um, the Keen, Daniel Bryan, and Brie Bella thing. Now, this was okay. There was a little less logic in it. Like, it was weird because we were talking about this over Twitter last night. But um, uh, Stephanie apologized to Daniel Bryan, and then um, she came off as disingenuous, so it wasn't like the fans kind of thought she was a face or whatever, but they booed her anyway. Um, so she gave... Brie Bella a match for yeah, the title. Yep, yeah, against Paige, the Divas Championship. Didn't Everyone, last long. No, what the thing was that's stupid about it, like she like said like his mask is locked up in the thing, and then they showed that he didn't have it. Yeah. So anyone with somewhat of a brain would be like, <laughs> oh, a Kane's going to come out and make yeah. this not happen. And then they did like the same camera angle, pointing right at the ring, and then yeah. Paige and Brie Bella are down. I'm like, oh, heck him the flames. And <laughs> 20, literally two seconds later, here he comes out. Yeah. Where is he? Out of the ring. I don't know. We've only seen that 20 hundred times. And Brian's dumb enough to look 
look up the ramp, even though Kane came through the crowd last exactly. week. Exactly. You know what I mean? I didn't get and that. And then, like, his then Brie Bella hurt. didn't run away either. His She's... neck's hurt, and, like, yeah. he hits him with the wrench, and then he sits up. And that then... was okay. I, I like that. No, what I didn't get was, like, he chokeslammed him. Brie Bella gets back in the ring, which makes <laughs> <Yeah>. zero sense. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. he, like, grabs her, about to bring her in, and then somehow she has enough strength. Yeah. He's a monster, but she has enough strength to kick him away and skate away. But then... Instead of Kane chasing them like he would have last week, he killed them like 20 times, even though all these yeah. officials and trainers and all these people there, he just lets them sit 20 feet away and just sit there and just do nothing. Like, it made no yeah, sense. Yeah. I don't know. It was, just kind of, it was a decent segment, but just stupid how, like, they didn't, like, run away from Kane or anything. Like, they kind of just sit there and, like, she, like, made it look like the officials <laughs> or trainers are going to protect her. Like, it was kind of dumb. But yeah, it was kind of stupid. I kind of liked how she called Stephanie McMahon a bitch, but. That was nice. Yeah, that came after. I feel like there's going to be a feud with them, but I don't know. I'd be okay with that. I mean, Brie Bella isn't doing anything now anyway. I mean, I don't know Neither how long... Neither is 75% of the division, <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, she's on Total Divas and stuff, so they need to have a Total Diva involved in the storyline somehow, you know what I mean? Because they have Tamina right now and, and Paige for the Divas title and then AJ later on. So, I don't know. I look forward to that if they end up doing it. I mean, Stephanie can't... I mean, she's not a wrestler, but... I don't know. It'd be interesting. But, um, yeah, as far as that segment goes, though, at least it furthered my interest in the Keenan yeah. Bryan matchup. So at least it matters. It's not a complete afterthought. No one believes in their right mind that this is going to be the main event of the pay-per-view. But it's still going to be a good matchup, so I still look forward to it. Who is going to be the main event, then? Evolution Shield. You don't think so? We'll get to that in a little bit. But um, it was funny, though, because Brie Bella was able, like you said, she was able to kick her way out of Kane's grasp. But if I you thought think, for sure when he got out the second time, she'd like go to yeah. hell or whatever stupid shit they say. And it was a couple of years ago, though, and this is funny because he tried to do the same thing to Zack Ryder, yep. and then Zack Ryder needed to help with John Cena. So technically, Brie Bella, I guess, is stronger than Zack Ryder, which I guess wouldn't surprise me. I feel me. like lately they've actually used that a lot. I remember Undertaker did it to Kane one time. Yeah. That's Undertaker and Kane do it all the time. Stupid. All the time, yeah. At this point in time, it's only the kiddies that get surprised because they haven't been watching long. But. They bring, he brings it underneath to look at the monitor when they come up there <laughs> yeah. underneath the ring. Yeah, and Hornswoggle's apartment down there. Just <laughs> chilling. But um, we had that. We had the finals of the IC Championship. The, yeah, the Intercontinental Title Tournament. Um, Bad News Barrett versus Rob Van Dam. A very good matchup, I thought. Bad News Barrett went out, went over after interference from Cesaro and Swagger. Then afterwards, we had a brawl between RVD, Cesaro, and Swagger. Triple threat announced between those three at the pay-per-view. Really nothing on the line at all. Not, e- not even a future shot at the IC not title. Not even a stip. No, no. That's uh, yeah. I, someone told me that it was elimination, but... On the website, it doesn't say that, so I think that's I inaccurate. What I don't understand is it's Extreme Rules pay-per-view. There's two, one match. Exactly. There's one match that has a, a stip that's – the cage match, too, I guess. But handicap match is not extreme or anything. I think the, I think the Hornswoggle might, might be – How my, funny I is that, I think Hornswoggle might be TLC. It's a, it's a Wii LC match. How, how pathetic is it is that the pre-show match involving Miz – not Miz, I'm sorry. I think that's a couple years ago. Hornswoggle and El Torito – has a stipulation, but um, that one doesn't. Like, yeah, there's Biggie and uh, Biggie Barrett, Evolution Shield. Well, that's a six-man tag, so that's kind of like a stip, Extreme, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. They and, uh, definitely well, what are they going to do with Paige and Tamina, really? They could do, I don't know. That's what it should have been Paige or someone that can Not do. Not quit or submission. It should have been, exactly. It should have been Paige against someone that can actually do a submission. They could do that, yeah, but Tamina has no submissions. Exactly, so that's what they have to do against someone that does have submissions. Exactly. But, I don't know. I feel like... The we'll get book, to that in a bit, but, yeah. I feel like the booking from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania was good, and now they're just kind of going back to, like, the shitty WWE yeah. booking 
when they don't really care. Like, they already have, like, all the money that they've got to this point. Yep. But why don't you just keep booking like you have been and we'll keep everyone interested in the product? I feel like they're going back to this PG bullshit. Yeah. With all these cr- people that no one care about. <laughs> like, there's only, like, one or two matches that teal- uh, Extreme Rules I actually care about. Well, I don't know. I, I still like the direction of the company. It's just weird the way they've been booking a lot of things in the last few weeks, and a lot of things have just been... Yeah. It's been random. I yeah. mean, with like Daniel Bryan's father passing, they kind of had to change the storyline and so, around yeah, some but, bit. You know what I mean? But I don't know. It's usually kind of this way after WrestleMania because it's the WrestleMania hangover. And then the way I see it, it's usually very hot going into WrestleMania. Slows down after WrestleMania. And then it gets hot going into the summer again. Like going I feel into like summer. Once money in the bank, it starts getting hot again. Exactly. Yeah. Like June, July, August. It's usually awesome. So. You know, as long as we have that in mind, then I'm fine for it. But, uh, you know, hopefully. Even, even still, the Barrett-RVD, very good matchup in the finals of the tournament. Barrett goes to Extreme Rules for the Intercontinental Championship against Big E, who hasn't even wrestled on Raw. It hasn't even appeared on Raw. Yeah, he appeared last night. He was in the locker room clapping. <laughs> yeah, that He guy. was. He, he, he was. was. No, no, Raw. yeah, I, re- I remember that. But that's it, though. They got no mic time. He had an interview with Renee Young on, on the YouTube channel, but that was it, though. I know, that's where they got to take the head off him. I like Big E, that's the problem, but they're not booking him right, so whatever. But um, we had the main event of this show, and I want to talk about this. We had Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton, but before any of this happened, it was confirmed last week, not confirmed, but it was rumored that Ric Flair would be on Raw this week. Triple H tweeted it out a couple hours before Raw, but WWE didn't advertise it. Um, the commentators didn't hype it up, so it kind of had people second-guessing whether it would actually happen or not. So they're talking, they're doing their talking segment, you know, okay stuff from, from everyone involved. Ric Flair came down, and don't get me wrong, it was very cool to see Ric Flair with all the original members of Evolution, like the first time in like five or six years or whatever. But and then he endorsed the Shield, so his appearance was completely pointless, but I, I, I don't know, I, I just to me it felt like it came off a little awkward. Yeah, it was, you know I, what don't, mean? I, I don't really understand. I don't know if it was Flair's fault, because he looked like he was rambling and just out of it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know, it seemed like, I don't know, I thought it'd be a lot better if he if came. they did it last week, I mean, if they did it next week, then I'd be fine with it. I don't know. The show before gonna... Extreme Rules, I think, is tough, because it's supposed to be, you know, a go-home show, and I don't know, just bad timing. Yeah. If they brought him back, you know, at some point, but if you can bring back Ric Flair, like a top legend or something, they should hype it up, or I don't know. He got a good reaction, but the promo was just weird, and then... Like I he said, said him and walked away. Yeah, and then JBL, it was weird too because he was like, "Why doesn't Ric Flair come back and help out uh, the Shield or turn on Evolution or something?" You know what I mean? <laughs> so it was weird, but because um, he winked to Evolution at one point too, mm-hmm. like when he was saying that he was endorsing the Shield, so I'm like, "Okay, he's gonna turn on them," and then he didn't show back up. Like it's not even that he stayed at ringside for yeah, the match. Yeah, that was weird. And I'm fine that he's not involved in the angle because we, we've established this before, but I don't think the Shield needs a manager or the Evolution yeah. or whatever. But, I don't know, it was weird. But if they do it again at some point down the line and they have Evolution beat him up or something, like like at Extreme Rolls, like if he's there and they, they show him beat up in the back or something, like I'd be fine with that because it, it gives Evolution more heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. That was a little weird. But Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton, the match was what it was. We go off the air with the brawl happening, the Shield getting the better of that. So that's how we went on for Raw. So from there, or overall thoughts on Raw, really? That was pretty good. I thought, right. I thought it was pretty good, too. Besides that dead period for like a half an, an hour. hour yeah. it was oh, I think it was like that whole second hour. Yeah, pretty much the second hour was pretty dead. But besides that, I thought it was pretty good. For the most part, though, a lot of those matches, they were filler, but they were they served a purpose. Like the, even the Alexander Rusev thing, that was like to promote his matchup. The, the 3MB, I mean, as terrible as that was, that promoted the, the pre-show. You know what I mean? 
roads in Del Rio that further that thing. So it wasn't completely pointless, but it was like really boring. That didn't that was, that was kind of a lull pe- period. But uh, mm-hmm. that being said, though, we'll get into our extreme rules predictions. Might go a few minutes over time, but it's it's, it's extreme rules. We got a uh, prediction show today, so it's okay. But um, I know you want to talk about this. The pre-show matchup on this show confirmed last night on Raw. Hornswoggle versus El Torito. One match that I didn't want to see to begin with a couple weeks ago on SmackDown. And then we got a rematch. And now we're getting the rubber match at Extreme Rules in a WLC matchup. Um, your, pre- your prediction for this matchup. Um, <laughs> don't care. I don't. I don't care at all. No, I just I'll, like probably, flip a I'll coin. probably watch it, and I yeah, care course, less. Yeah, flip a coin. But uh, I want to say Hornswoggle. I don't know. I care less. I got El Torito just to make the uh, little kids happy because I guess Hornswoggle's here and heel now. So he's not a heel at all. What? He's not a heel at all. No, he's with Three MB, which people hate. So I think people just hate them because they suck. But <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I can kill us in the match. <laughs> yeah. I got El Torito, you got a Hornswoggle there. So that's the pre-show. The one pre-show I'll try to miss. Um, up next for the Intercontinental Championship, Big E versus Bad News Barrett. Bad prediction. News. Bad news. Bad news? There's no way. Even, it, the only way that I see Big E winning here is if they do a rematch a couple weeks later because they go to England in a couple weeks and they have Barrett win the championship there. I think they'll have – I just think he'll win now and then they'll just fight again at payback. No, yeah, I'd be fine with that. Either way, I think Barrett's going to win I the championship. He, I think he's going to win because we haven't seen Big E in like a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the only thing, and I'm not getting my hopes up because with the tournament, people are like, oh, the title's going to be treated prestigious again. We said that on the show a couple weeks ago, too. It could. And it could. It very well could. I'm not saying it won't be, but it's been a curse. Like with Curtis Axel, he won the championship. Like he beat Cena. He beat Triple H. He beat Jericho, wins the championship, does nothing. You know what I mean? It's um, not him, though. It's, it's not booking. It's not, but exactly. But it, Axel suffered the same thing. Um, bad News Bear, um, yeah, he was the one that held the title before him. When Barrett held the championship before him, he lost every freaking match that he was involved in. You know what I mean? It's like a curse. Like they, They're they booked well before they win the championship, and they, when they win the title, they're booked like crap. Yeah, but I feel like now if they have this tournament, they're going to try to make it look like I hope so. Like, they have to. They have to. Otherwise, it's a joke. Because the U.S. title is... Yeah, which is being defended on Friday, actually, which is pretty funny. And too. a 3-1 handicap matchup. Uh, Del Rio, Ryback, and Axel. So I guess whoever pins Ambrose wins the championship. I don't know. I should look at the spoilers program already. Yeah, I don't know. I th- it's happening right now. It already happened. But, um, yeah, Ambrose passed his uh, – he passed the mark yesterday for uh, longest reign as U.S. champion in WWE history, which is easy when you don't defend the title. Exactly. It's an impressive accomplishment nonetheless. But um, I guess in my mind – and this is just being a conspiracy theorist, but I think the only reason – not the only reason, but – one of the reasons is why, because the person who formerly held that the title of being the longest reigning U.S. champion in history is now a commissioner in TNA. I don't think that's For the reason MVP? why they did it. I don't think they care at all. No, no, I'm just saying I think that, that might have been a really, like, I don't know. I don't say, I'm not saying it was the sole reason, I'm just, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds secret. I don't that I'm just I'm just picking at things here. I don't know. I'm just stretching. He sucks too. Hang up the boots, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's, what did you say to me last week over Twitter about MVP? He sucks. That's all I know. <laughs> He's like four he's years old. Now. He sucks. No one cares. He sucked in WWE. <laughs> well, I'm going to rant of all the shitty guys that have been there for a while. In TNA? In WWE that they got rid of. They oh, oh, suck. oh. So going into the next. Oh, and I got Bad News Barrett, too. So Bad News Barrett, uh, two for two there. Um, up next, uh, we got Paige versus Tamina Snuka for the Divas Championship. RJ, your pick. Paige. 
Yeah, I really see no reason why Tamina should win here. Um, I, I think she may be down, down, down the line if ever, but Paige just won the title a couple weeks ago, so it'd be weird if, uh, if she lost this early. And they're obviously building towards her versus AJ, so no-brainer here. Uh, should be a good matchup. Paige goes over. Up next, we've got Rusev versus Truth and Woods. Handicap match, go. Rusev. Yeah, no doubt about that. Rusev but goes over. all way too predictable. Most of them are, yeah. Well, Every match. Well, the main events aren't predictable, I don't think. Brian. I don't know, Brian, obviously, but the other two. Bray Wyatt's going to win, but... I don't know. All right, let's keep going. I think in a dream scenario, in a dream scenario, and I said this last night, R-Truth and Xavier Woods, R-Truth walks off on Xavier Woods, turns heel. <laughs> I hate R-Truth. So, oh, I forgot about this matchup. Swagger versus Zara versus RVD. Go. Triple threat. No step. I want to say RVD. Mm, Swagger's not winning. I know Swagger. I don't know. I just feel like they don't know. There's, I feel like... Cesaro's in a very weird place. Exactly. Right I'm just going to say RVD. I don't know. I, yeah. feel, I feel like they could, I don't know, I'm going to say RVD. I, I could care less who wins this match, too, because it means nothing. That's half their issue with this pay-per-view. Not, half the matches don't mean anything. And what happens if Cesaro wins? Nothing. Yeah, because there's no step, yeah. Stupid. This is kind of a random match. At least he's on the show. It just doesn't make much sense. But, um, eh, I don't know. Just take a guess, Graham. Yeah, I'll go with RVD here, I guess. It doesn't really matter if Cesaro or RVD. They could probably, they'll probably have RVD pin swagger so Cesaro isn't pinned. I'll go with that. Um, up next, we've got uh, Brian versus Kane. Extreme Rules match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Go. Who? Brian and Kane. <clears throat> Brian. Yeah, no, no way Brian wins the championship, especially or uh, loses the championship, especially to Kane, no less too. But I do like the way that they put the the mask back on him, and they've actually treated him like a monster, with the exception of last night's segment to an extent. I don't know. I like it. I think they've done a better job of making him seem like a threat to Brian. He's not a threat at all. He's a better threat than he, when he was when he was corporate Kane, though. So at least they're trying to make him up to seem like a, a legitimate threat to the yeah, WWE Championship. Yeah, they make him seem like a legitimate threat. No one believes he's a threat. Oh, no, but that's what I'm saying. At least they're trying, so. I guess. No way, no way Kane Why did you do that match already? It's the main event. What? Why did you do that match already? It's the main event. You think that match is close? I guarantee you it'll be the main event. Brian versus Kane. Yes. Over Triple H. Yes. And it has shield. to be. It's a championship. No, it doesn't. Then it, it's like downgrading the championship. Then exactly. Yeah, but I feel like they've. I'm not saying. I don't. I'm I'm not saying they, I feel like they made that mistake before. They're not going to do it again. It'll hey. be, I guarantee it'll be after this. I guarantee it's the main event. We'll see. It I, I, be. I got Evolution versus Shield the main event. We'll see. But, yeah, but um, that, I feel like that. I don't know. No, no, I hear what you're I saying. I feel like it doesn't matter. Like Evolution Shield, it, it literally doesn't matter who wins. It's another match. It does not matter who wins. Yeah, I get, well, I want Shield to win, but yeah, I, guess, I want the Shield to win, but that doesn't mean if they lose, it's like just do a rematch next exactly. month. Exactly, <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, I got Brian here. So John Cena versus Bray Wyatt steel cage match WrestleMania rematch. Go. This is unpredictable. I think this, this could go either way. The only one I'm thinking. If um, Bray Wyatt loses, he's not going to be dead in the water. But we said this last month too. But. His, um, his act is damaged because he can't lose to Cena twice in a row. It's random and stupid. I want to say Cena. You want to say Cena? I want to say Cena. <laughs> I said Bri- I thought Bray Wyatt for sure was going to win at WrestleMania. I... Go with the opposite. I'm going to go opposite. I want to say Cena's going to win. Okay, I'll go with Bray Wyatt because 
I don't know. They have to have Bray Wyatt. I think win if here. Cena loses, it's gonna be some stupid reason why he loses. No, yeah, they'll have Bray the Wyatt, Wyatt won't win clean. No, or like they'll do something stupid. This is so something they would do. They did this a couple of years ago too. Yeah, when Big Show choke slammed JBL through the freaking ring and he won. An, Cena will do like an F you uh, <laughs> off yeah. the top rope. Bray Wyatt will fall through the thing and then it'll get pulled out or some stupid. I uh, guarantee some stupid will happen. <laughs> Or Cena will just win. Well, aside, or he'll go Super Cena and start like killing people. Aside from that, though, so you got John Cena or Bray Wyatt? You sound like you got Bray Wyatt there. Uh, I got Bray Wyatt. I'll say Bray Wyatt with interference it, from it, the Wyatt yeah, family. It's not gonna be a clean win, so the, they'll they'll distract Cena from the outside, Harper and Rowan, and then Bray Wyatt will escape or something. He's not pinning Cena either. I don't see that happening. No. If anything, he escapes. That's this. This is a good matchup because it allows. Cena not to get pinned, which is like the, the be-all, end-all. They can't have that happen ever. It's happened before. No, I'm not saying it's never happened. I'm just saying they don't like to have Cena pinned or submit. They never have him submit. But pinned, they don't like to have him pinned most of the time. So I got Bray Wyatt here via escaping the cage after interference from the Wyatt family. And then the quote-unquote main event, it's Evolution the main versus event. The Sealed. If it's the main event, I'm calling up Triple H. <laughs> so you're not going to be watching the matchup? No. I'm going to turn it off? I unsubscribe to the WWE Network because it's not the main event. It should be. I, I don't understand how that's not the main event. It's the championship. It's the most prestigious thing in the company. We're going to have Triple H or Anna Batista who's leaving next month against the Shield in the main event that has nothing, has no, like, no, has nothing. It's just a good, it's just a good match is all it is. It's just a fancy match that everyone wanted and it happened. Yeah. That's it. It should not be the main <laughs> event. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't, we'll see. I think it's still closing the show, though, over Brian Kane, which hasn't gotten much hype because Brian hasn't been there and stuff like that. So I got that as the main event. But who do you have going over, though? I want to say Evolution. Evolution? Evolution. I was thinking that, too. I don't know. I think I say pro- Evolution wins and Triple H pins Roman Reigns dirty. Roman Reigns? Triple H pins Roman Reigns dirty. Okay. Something, yeah, so he'll win clean. dirty. He'll win dirty. On yeah, yeah, ranks. they're not winning clean. No way in hell they're winning clean. Yeah, that's all. Fuck, now I'm going to contradict no. myself. Because I'm going to say, now if he wins dirty, I feel like he'd end the show. That's so Triple H. Because he's such a cocksucker. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I hate about Triple H. He's such a... He's, like, he's not... His ego is way too big for him to be running the company. But that's what he's doing right now. But, uh... If Triple H win, wins dirty, I'll be the main event. That's all I'm saying. So you got that? Yeah, I hate Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got Evolution going over here, if only because they want to further the feud. If you think about it, all three guys on Evolution lost last month at WrestleMania, all three of them, and they've all been made to look inferior to the Shield in recent weeks, so Booking 101 says Evolution goes over on Sunday. So and then I would say Cena wins too. What? Then Cena would win too. Cena and Bryant. Uh, Bryant? I said that again. Bryant. Yeah, I don't know why. Um... But I don't know. They've been changing that around for the last couple of weeks. Like Cena got the upper hand a couple of weeks ago, and everybody, why? I don't know. We'll see. This better be the main event. I'm just saying that now. Br- what? C- uh, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane. I don't care. <laughs> it has to be the main event. Okay. But literally, if it's not, it's literally going to go back to like the CM Punchry. That's exactly what like, I said before. Like it's just stupid. And that's that's like, exactly what I said before. It is like I don't like CM Punk, but it's also stupid that you make the title less important than other. It's only his first title defense. They could change it next month. I don't know. Because next month, Batista won't be here, supposedly. So they'll do him versus not Orton. God, Lord, have that matchup not happen. Yeah, but that's the... I don't know where I don't know where they go like, from here. Get me so. on the creative team right now, and then this company <laughs> would be making billions. Like it's so ridiculous because 
If he does beat Kane, who's going to wrestle next? He'll that's what wrestle, I'm saying. No, because he'll... That's why I hate Payback. It's a stupid period. Because then whoever... I guarantee the same matches are going to happen at Payback. Because Brian will fight Kane again. And if Bray Wyatt wins, he'll fight Cena again. So we've seen that match three times. I hope that is. We love this, continue. like, match a hundred times that we've seen. And they're not even, like, that good of matches. Because the Cena-Bray Wyatt match wasn't that good at WrestleMania. I think it was that good at all. I thought they didn't have good chemistry in the ring. I felt like kind of slow. I don't know. That's my opinion, but... No, no, I agree. I didn't... I, I don't think it was a great match. I, I thought it was a good cage, match. I think the steel cage stick will help out a lot. No, yeah. We'll but, see on Sunday. But then, like, we've seen those, we'll be seeing those matches again. And yeah. then maybe we could see, like, a uh, Orton Dean Ambrose match or something like that. Or, or Seth Rollins. Something like... Oh, I want to see, like, these other, like, guys get more attention. Like, even Cena was calling out some, like, younger stars and named uh, Rollins, Reigns, uh, Sami Zayn. Cesaro. Cesaro, Adrian Neville. Neville. I don't yeah. see Neville ever being anything in the WWE. He's a cruiserweight at his best. No, yeah, yeah. Can you really see? I, not even mid. Uh, not, not even mid card. Nah. I feel like he's. I feel like he's just. Get, I don't know. I feel like he sucks on the his, mic too. His uh, mic skills have improved, but I don't see him being a star. No, you know what no I mean? chance. His look. I mean, sucks. Yeah, his everything look, about him's not. He just a high. It's not his fault. He's a cruiser. It's not his fault either. He's just a cruiserweight, which he just his has his never look really he's so short. Yeah, it's like I said, he's, he's, he's a like cru- shorter than Rey Mysterio. He's a short, he's a cruiserweight, and they've never, only guy that's ever got any cruiserweight action. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, and that's... Because of Eddie. I'm, I'm not, that sounds really bad, but it it's is because literally because of, of Eddie. Yeah. And I I think he had a great run at the World Championship Champion. He won the WWE Championship. He's, he had his success. He had great matches, even with, like, bigger guys. Yeah. But I feel like he was just, like, his moveset was, like... Good with that. Like I feel like Adrian is not like as high flyer as Rey Mysterio really is. And yeah, I feel like yeah. Rey Mysterio is a bigger name than uh, uh, Adrian Neville. Oh yeah, definitely. Rey Mysterio was a star in WCW before he came to WWE. Yeah. Like, well, he, Adrian Neville is an indie star. Yeah, he's but an indie guy, but he won't be anything in WWE. Yeah, I think exactly. that's the bottom line. Yeah. Honestly, I like I like Adrian Neville, but I don't think he'll be anything big. Like even though Daniel Bryan's a small guy, he can keep like the match going. Like he has good tempo. I think Sami Zayn will be a see, Daniel Bryan. I want to see a Seth Rollins with. Uh, Daniel Bryan match. So. I want to see a Seth Rollins Daniel Bryan feud at some exactly. point. Exactly, they had some great matches at Ring of Honor. Oh, they did. Well, yeah. I'm thinking last year too. They had a couple good matches as well on Raw and stuff. Yeah, I feel like they can. I feel like yeah, I don't even mind if Rollins would heel. I feel like he could be a good heel. He could be a good heel or a face. Ambrose is a heel. Ambrose Reigns, is obviously a heel. Reigns is a face. And then he's Rollins a Batista. No, he's a Batista guy. Yeah, he can pull off a heel, but right now he's gonna be that baby face like Batista was. Like, when he yeah. got his big first run, he was a baby face. Cause like, Bati- so, wait, yeah. Reigns and Batista. Like, yeah, they kind of, like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. like, Batista's big main run was when he was a face. Yeah. And, like, just like Reigns would probably be, like, they both started off in a heel group. He was only a, well, he was but, only a great heel because he was in the stable. He was the muscle of the group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he started off with Devon. Yeah. If anyone ever remembers that. <laughs> yeah, Preacher, Dina, uh, whatever that. Be- Deacon, D- uh, Batista. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they need, like, the sh- like the Shield's great, but I feel like eventually they're gonna, obviously going to have to break up, and I feel like... Oh, that's inevitable. I don't think it should guys, be anytime soon. All those guys... I don't know about Ambrose. I don't know. I could see him as a champion. I could see Seth Rollins as a champion, though, but... I could see them all as world champions, honestly. If they book them correctly... Yeah, I could see that, but... If they book them right. I'm just saying, they like, have the talent. Like, I'll say like that much. you can say, like, you can break up the Wyatt family and Eric Rowan and Luke Harper win championships. <laughs> that won't happen, because they... Eric know. Rowan won't. I, Luke Harper, I don't know if he'll win a world no. championship, but he has a bright future. I think he's no. a great wrestler. I think I think those two are, are perfectly made for tag team. Oh, I yeah. I see them... Uh, no, but I mean, if they ever split on their own. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Luke I Harper, know. I think, would be very good. Eh, I don't know. But I feel like they... Uh, Adam Rose... Pff, 
<laughs> yeah, and they need to come in next week. I'm looking forward to that. No, you're not looking forward. I'm looking. No, forward. it's not like I'm not looking forward to. It. They just have nowhere to put this guy. Who's no, I he mean wrestle. He'll no, work. no, I'm thinking. Let's let's put it this way. There, there's fan perspective, and then there's like realistic perspective. Yeah, you know what I mean. Fan, I'm excited for it, but if I'm you not really, a big fan of him either, but realistically, they're gonna see Bo Leave out there. You're gonna see the next feud after we move away from Santino Fandango is gonna be Fandango Adam Rose. So get ready for the million no, matches between those. two. It is too. That's the worst part. It will be. They'll make no one will care, and they pull Emma with him. No, please. <laughs> you no. waste but, her talent again. Like. They need to, like, if anything, they need to start trimming the roster. Because I feel like half these guys don't even... Well, with NXT now, I mean, they call up so many guys. What the hell are you going to do with all the rest of the roster? What do you mean? In WWE? Yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? start trimming it. Yeah, I mean, there's so many guys that aren't being used that it's a waste that they're even on the roster. Otunga, Yoshi Tatsu. I'm not saying these guys aren't talented. Like a like a Kurt Hawkins, I thought he was very good. They just don't use any of these people. Because they don't have anywhere to put them. Exactly, so get rid of them. Exactly. I mean, I hate to say fire these people because I don't want to see anyone out of a job, but I mean, you know what I mean? Graham, fire half the roster. JTG, I don't want to see you get... I don't. He can get canned, too. <laughs> I need to come on here with a list and just say all the people that yeah, should be fired. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it's all like they show. should be fired, just like they have no direction. They have no use. Exactly. And then like, if do they, something with them. If they Make do... them a manager or something, you know? Nah, you don't bring those guys for managers. No, it depends. Make like a tag? No, don't do that. Never mind. Like I feel like if they like <laughs> made like JTG and someone a tag team, I could care less. Yoshi Tatsu. I feel like they bury these people so deep that I could care less. I'd rather see them because they're not on TV. I'd rather go see them go to TNA and be nothing and bring up freaking NXT guys I've seen. I have interest in. Like I even I think it would be good tag team Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Yes. 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 I'm a big fan of him. I he, like that. His gimmick's a little weird and like it's kind of it, like it's not. I don't think it's gonna like last a, unless he like unless he evolves and unless he is becoming more aggressive on NXT. Yes, he, I think he's very good. He's great. I he, think they should. He comes from the same school as Emma. Lance uh, Lance Storm taught him both. Yeah, I like him. I think he's good. His gimmick is similar to, uh, to Fandango. It is. I feel like the NXT. I think the NXT has a lot of good wrestlers. It does. They have a very bright future. So when you move those guys up, you got to get rid of the old way. And you have to. Like, you they don't release anyone anymore. You notice that? Yeah, and like you said, like they have to bring these guys like. We're gonna have them fresh face at NXT and have good matches. They don't can't come have them come to the WWE and squash some local guy <laughs> in yeah. twenty seconds like Ryback did for three years. Like yeah. these guys need to come up. Once they come up in WWE, they need to have like bright storylines. That's direction. I think that's the point. Because I think that what they should do is start off Bo Dallas with Adam Rose, even though it's not the best feud. It's something like. At least they're coming up and like having a good feud like that actually means something instead of having Adam Rose come up and fight. Uh, Fondango that no one can kill us. Okay, they both have dancing gimmicks. Okay, that actually does have direction, but you can only do that as as long as possible. The only problem with Rose and Dallas putting them together off the bat is because no one knows anything about them, so no one's going to care about the matches. You yeah, know I feel what like I mean? no, you got to put them like on the lot established. Of guy. Know who they are? They do, but I mean, putting them together right off the bat, I feel like, like the WWE Network's actually like it is. It's, it helps a lot. That's like, why Paige got a big, or she got would have gotten a big uh, big reaction regardless, but that definitely helped. Yeah. She got exposure on the network. I hate Mojo Raleigh so. Mojo Raleigh. I, I don't get hype. I, I stay hype. I don't hype. get his uh, his gimmick. He's I like, what's he? The Ultimate Warrior plus uh, what is it? Someone made some comparison. The Ultimate Warrior plus something equals Mojo Raleigh. Oh, I don't really like him either. But I'm trying, he doesn't have. He's I like not very. Sami Zayn. He can uh, be the next watched... Daniel Bryan, man. Mm. I'm not saying like. Daniel Bryan, he didn't get over because of the yes, but he's such a good wrestler that he is like NXT's version of Daniel Bryan, in my opinion. 
don't know. I think the next Daniel Bryan's gonna be Seth Rollins, but that's me. But but his mic skills ain't well. So did Daniel Bryan's, but it's completely different styles though. He's, no, I could see Seth Rollins, and we were talking about this before, too. I like Seth Rollins. I've Seth Rollins, Seth, I think, could be like a, a Jeff ever, Hardy. Yeah, ever since I've seen Seth Rollins, even like independent stuff, I, I really liked him. I thought he was going to be great. Then he went to FCW with Seth Rollins. I think it was Tyler Black at FCW, right? Yes. I don't think they rebranded him until no. we got to uh, NXT, but yeah. I think him and uh, him, Reigns and Ambrose fought a good amount of times in FCW. And they they're did. Good. And, like, I think like he could be great. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. He's probably younger. Seth Rollins? Yeah, he's, sort of he's younger. like in his early 30s. Yeah, right so is Brian, too. Not, that's but, not that bad, yeah. But I don't know. I feel like these guys, like, if you, like, start, like, next month, have him fight Randy Orton, beat yeah. Owen clean, like, and just start his run a little bit, like. At least I, they've been giving him direction, yes. like, not just Reigns. Oh, yeah. Know? I feel like. Ambrose, too, yeah, to an extent. I feel like they've, like, the. Even though, like, Rusev's getting over, I feel like no one cares. He will never... It's an outdated gimmick. Lana's going to outshine him. Exactly. Everyone only talks about Lana. Exactly. And she's not even Russian, which is stupid, but... (laughs) Yeah. And like I said, I don't know. I feel like that's just, like, just to get, like, some foreign in there. I don't know. They like to do that a lot with, like, the foreign guys. Vince McMahon gets a boner for that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. He gets (laughs) boner for the big rip guys. (laughs) Yeah. The super athlete. Yeah, super athlete my ass. You know who else is going to be called up that might be a big star? Corey Graves. Corey, I like Corey Graves, but his gimmick's way too close to CM Punk. It is. I, I think he's like a Jeff Hardy-CM Punk uh, hybrid. He's, like, out of the box, but he's, like, a punk-like CM Punk. I think you need to keep him developmental a little longer. For right now. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying be called up right now, but I think he has potential, too. I like him. That what NXT was, main event was really good, by the way, too. Yeah, I told you to watch it. It was that. great. I who, did watch it. Who was it? Sami Zayn and then Usos. The Usos versus... versus I, don't, I don't like the Sanchez either. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't like them. I like them. They're, they're solid in the no, ring, but they like don't do anything Conor with them. Conor Brian definitely took steroids. You see him a couple years ago on NXT? He was a mouse or something on NXT. he was a rat. and He was a fucking rat. 220-pound soaking wet. Now he's like... 6-3, like two like monster Exactly. Now, yeah. Definitely roided what up. That guy? I'm going to call up uh, <laughs> the agency and get him uh, tested. That guy's definitely <laughs> yeah. on roids. But, uh, oh, man. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like the younger guys, they have a lot of good younger guys that have a lot. they got a bright future. They, NXT is very good. It's awesome. It's I wish it toured. Like, I, I'd probably go to a show. Yeah, right? like, I feel like there's, it's but actually good wrestling. It's yeah. actually good wrestling. It's yeah. no stupid little segments like Ron Smackdown have. It's mostly SmackDown. SmackDown's stupid shit. I don't even watch SmackDown. I <laughs> no don't waste my time. That's like a TNA like fast forward through and just see the good <laughs> segments. But uh, it's a repeat of Raw. It's a, it's essentially what yeah, it is. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I think that I think like even though the direction is kind of slow, they have all these young guys that can eventually carve out all these old guys that no one really cares about anymore. And uh, I liked last week's show, and the shows before that were kind of slow, but they had the TakeOver special in a couple weeks, should, yeah, which yeah. should be awesome. What, the NXT shows? I, yeah. love, I, I think I've enjoyed everyone. I like how... They weren't bad. They're better, than, they're better than Raw some weeks, man. I mean, they, they are. are. The matches are very good. They are very good. They don't have dumb segments, and when they do have segments, they serve a purpose. Exactly. Ex- it's only exactly. an hour long. Exactly. I mean, not to bash Raw, because it's hard to compare. One, one's one hour, and one's three. They have to fill time somehow. I feel like NXT's more like not based off storylines, just good matches. Yeah, it is. Like, it is. It's not like these guys have like direction. Like Tyler Breeze would go out there and wrestle three different guys every yeah. week. But it's yeah. not like he has bad matches. Like he yeah. has good matches. He does. And people don't really look at it as the storylines since they're developmental. It's just like they have their gimmick and they go out there, wrestle what they have to do, and they have good matches. And that's mostly what a wrestling fan's looking for is just good matches. Exactly. So uh, if you're looking for good wrestling, watch NXT. Seriously. I, I feel like... The, Besides, I don't even watch like the only time I usually go on WWE Network is to watch old pay views 
NXT. I watch NXT every weekend, and I've started every since I've seen every episode of Legend House. I was going to say, we'll Legend House is very good. We'll too. talk about that real quick. Is we went over time, but it doesn't really matter. Who cares? Yeah, we're talking about. Oh, I don't know how we got on that topic after Extreme Rant. <laughs> NXT, so love NXT. It. Check out NXT. It's a great thing. So it's worth the ten bucks a month. Don't even watch other pay per views. You can just watch NXT. And it's worth it. What else? I don't know what else is on uh, that that show that's on Spike at nine o'clock every week. I don't know. Something else is on at nine o'clock when NXT is there. TNA. Well, I don't know. Whatever that TNA bullshit is, go check out NXT instead. What do you mean? I'm no. I'm just kidding. I mean, like, go watch NXT instead of Impact. I heard that. I was watching Impact you instead. Did you see that uh, WWE might put something on Spike? No, Spike sucks, man. Spike, no. I hate. Spike. They used to be on Spike. I love Spike. Spike now, all they have is freaking cops. That's all they got. No, they have Bar Rescue. Do they? I don't know. I don't watch Spike. Start watching Spike, right? Every time I go on there, they have the dumbest shows. I don't know. Not like cops. I don't want Raw on Spike. They're not going to put Raw on Spike. They, they won't. Put SmackDown on Spike. Where they belong. <laughs> I'd rather see yeah. SmackDown on Spike than freaking SmackDown on Sci-Fi, sci-fi makes no sense at it's all. Still, is that still on Sci-Fi? <laughs> it is something. She's stupid. Who cares? It makes put, no sense. Put even put even put NXT on Spike. Nah, it's better. They're not going to give it a TV deal Thank now. Thank God. I like how just no commercials, just great wrestling. They will, they'll, they'll increase the price of the network and do all no, the commercials. They won't. They, at some point, they will. I'm grandfathered in, and I'm ten bucks a month. I started off the beginning. I'm fighting it. No, I'm saying. <laughs> well, I'm saying like. <laughs> I'll some, fight it. I'm saying at some point if they oh, yeah, eventually. Commercial, they will, but for right now, even if they make it like ten or eleven, that's still worth it. You know. Well, it's I mean? already nine ninety nine. Yeah, so. exactly. It's not going to go up a buck, grand. But they will. <laughs> they were saying like thirteen bucks. Okay. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's okay. The thing is, I saw it like they were saying last night. Uh, it's not on Dish or Direct anymore. No, so like, com- the pay per views now. Yeah, because they're pissed that WWE took. But the thing is, I looked at it the other day. They already hit six hundred sixty-five thousand. Making pretty good subscribers. Yeah. And you take the six-month commitment that you already t- you have to you already have to pay them. Yeah. Times that by how many viewers they've already made. They're gonna make forty-one million. Yeah. Off yeah. The, they've already made forty-one million dollars the off the, the end of the yeah, year. Yeah. They're trying they to get a million. It's only been two months. Yeah. They've already made forty-one million dollars off the W Network. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's fantastic. It's a beautiful thing. It's great. I've been think. Worst thing is they like they like rumored it in like two thousand eleven. Yeah, eleven like three years like, yeah, the ago. the countdown like. Like, Legends House was probably filmed like it was. two years ago. This is the worst thing about it. I mean, this is terrible to say, but thank God no one on that show died before exactly. the show debuted. Exactly, I was going to say, thank you know? God. I, I mean, think like it's, if I think Ultimate it's a Warrior was in that show or something, it's you know what I mean? It's a great show. We'll talk about that for a few minutes. Legends House, both episodes, it's not like... Because you, you watch Total Divas too, right? Yeah. A lot of things go on in that show. She's doing this, she's That's talking about That's a lot of drama. This. Exactly, like... like there's like not a lot of show drama. Yeah, and a lot of it's like scripted too. Like they need to have storylines and whatever. And this is less scripted. They're just like doing activities. Like there's not a lot of newsworthy things yeah. going on. But it's funny because it's the personalities fu- they the, have the on the show are great. So Jimmy Hart. I like uh, I Hillbilly Pat Jim, Pat Patterson, Tony Atlas. They're all hilarious. They're all funny, yeah. <laughs> they're Pipers great. Are- Papers are right. So. Like, I mean, you you just sit there and describe the, the show to someone. Like, you go, like, a full report. Yeah. They're going to think it's the most boring thing ever. You have to watch in order exactly. to enjoy it, you know? Literally, I think it showed last night, Legend House, episode two and episode one. Or yeah, one of those. three. Yeah. For a WWE watch. It's like, hilarious. Yeah, it is so great. funny. I love it. They got to bring in the... Uh, the Monday Night War show pretty soon too. Uh, I can't Why, wait. When are they bringing that in? It's been it's like, like two it's months. Summer. Oh come on, dude! They have to let us wait. They gotta make us wait. Yeah, that's a good point. Legends House will keep me busy in the meantime. That's a great show it's though. A great when, show. If they do a season two, they gotta bring in when like Hogan or something. Total Divas on on. Uh... It gets too good ratings for E. They won't. 
Well, they should throw a replay. Oh, they should. Yeah, definitely they should. That's what I thought they were going to do. Totally was to- tough. Tough enough, too, man. The old the old episodes tough are tough enough. enough. Seriously. Tough enough. Velocity, heat. I kill some of Velocity and heat. Those well, are, some people like the old matches, episodes. But still. That's what I mean. But still, uh... ECW. <laughs> But, uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think the I, I think Total Divas is good too. I like Total Divas a lot. It is, yeah. It's not as bad as people were. I, I thought it was I was pooping on it when it first when they first started uh, when they first started hyping it. Why? Because no, before I before the show debuted. Why? Because the divas like the divas that they had on that show. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be the worst thing ever. Why? And I watch the show because they were hyping it up. They were shoving the hype down our throats good. every single That's what week. You with John Cena the last ten years. That's what sucks. That's what I'm I saying. I love Tolios. I think the guys on Tolios are hilarious. That's, I'm not saying it's about you. Who was like on Tolios make them like me like them more? Wrestling. <laughs> so funny. Tyson Kidd's pretty funny yeah. too. Sometimes John Cena even got a laugh out of me a couple weeks ago when he did something. Daniel Bryan's pretty funny too. Daniel all Bryan's funny. Pre- all the guys on Total Divas. Yeah. Even like uh, take out the guys that the might not watch. boyfriends that you might not even know. Yeah, Vinny and that Vinny other guy. And, uh, the weird kid with the yeah, whoever's dating Eva. Yeah, he's a, he's a good kid. He's funny too. Summer I think is a better addition to the show than JoJo was. She JoJo was, had no meaning. Well, she went to get plowed, plowed by. She wasn't bad. She was, week, so. <laughs> yeah, but, that's, uh, that's gonna be funny. I think it's a good show. Yeah, it's, for it's obviously it's drama. It has a lot of it drama. It is, it is, but that's what keeps the viewers coming in, though. Like you know the what I mean? Cena, uh, uh, Nikki Bella, like thought he was cheating on and bought her. That was ridiculous. Was like, Come on, like I Come wish on. that was me, brand new. Brand that's like new right out of a movie exactly. or something. And it's still entertaining. Bitching about uh, Tyson Kidd's sister too. I, let's talk about this for like thirty seconds. Am I the only one who has disliked Natalia more? After seeing her on I that hate show, her. I think she's so annoying. I told you, she is. Like I liked her before. She's a great wrestler, and I still like her as a wrestler. But as a person, she seems like the most annoying person. Yeah, ever. she seems like a B I T C H. <laughs> yeah. I like everyone else. I hate Ariana too. I think she's annoying. So, Jesus, you watch a show on Sunday? Yeah, she's annoying. She's when she lost the cat, yeah. It's oh stupid. my god. I like all. I like all the divas besides Natalia and uh... even Eva's likable now. Yeah, I hate. Her. Uh, I don't like Natalia. I'm not gonna say hate. I don't like Natalia and uh, she annoys me. Our, our Ariana on the show. Yeah, I just call it Naomi's great. Naomi's, Naomi's good. She's probably the, the best one out of them all. The, the Bellas nah. are the Bellas are up there. I don't. I I don't. I, I initially did not like the Bellas, and I still I don't love the Bellas, but they've definitely gained my interest. How do you not like the Bellas? I'm not Look at you, them. I'm not. <laughs> I like the Bellas from from a look standpoint, absolutely, like a twelve out of ten. But I mean, personality, they're annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but now no, I, like I think them more. Nikki Bell's more annoying because I feel she like she's more like the prissy, like I need everything. Yeah, but yeah, from a, yeah, Bree, I think is better, but even so, uh, I think Naomi's good too. Yeah. Naomi's great. I wish Rikishi nice went to the wedding. Rikishi, it, what's up with you, Rikishi? Exactly. He's hitting the rock with a car or something like that. What's he doing? Exactly. But uh, <laughs> check out NXT. Check out Total Divas. Check, check out, out Legends House. House. Everything else but Raw SmackDown and the Impact. Oh, no, you watch Raw too. Don't no, watch no, I'm Smackdown. just kidding. You know what I mean, though. I even like a pre-show. We'll, think, just, we'll just review Total Divas and the pre-shows and and pre-show, Legends. I like House a pre-show. Week. I think Alex Riley is hilarious. But. What the? Okay, can you can you please explain <laughs> this to me? What? The, I'm gonna, I'm sorry for for cussing, but what the fuck? Why didn't they wish Alex Riley a happy birthday yesterday? On his, he was on the pre-show. He's on every show, yeah. and they didn't wish him a happy birthday yesterday. I must have forgot. I must what have... the hell? Alex Riley deserves better. He deserves better. I'm not saying he's gonna be a future world champion, but that guy was great. He was good. I feel like he had a great run at first. Then yes, he, he died. died. He feuded the Miz. I, I guess like doing? I guess he trashed Cena or something. He did some backstage, some BS like that. He's yeah, not I'll... great in the ring. I, I love him as an announcer. Good in the ring. He was what? amazing. I didn't think. I'm not saying he's like his a entrance fly... music's amazing. Yes, too. yes. <laughs> say it to my face by downstairs. I saw that shit on my iPod. 
about his great. I'm not saying he's like a Daniel Bryan of the ring. I'm saying he was pretty good. But I mean, I think even on the mic, he was progressing too. He was getting great reactions. Yeah. When he, the night he beat up Miz, he got a pop. He jumped right over. Yeah, oh my God, they were chanting Alex Riley. It was so awesome. They got, oh my god, they got to bring that guy back. Yeah, Booker T. I think, who is it? Booker T. It's, it's uh, Josh, Josh Matthews. Matthews yeah. I don't mind Josh Matthews. Yeah, I, I don't like paycheck. him. Who cares? I, actually, come to think of it, I probably like him more than Jerry Lawler. Him? Uh, I hate Jerry Lawler now. His jokes are like. He was only good like early 2000s when of he was course, a heel. Yeah, when, when he was, he was a heel. heel. Now, he was for the last so like 10 funny. years, he's been annoying as hell. Yeah, I don't know. Even but, Michael Cole, I think, is more likable now. Yeah. As I like a baby JBL. Face. JBL's funny. JBL, can, he can be annoying at times, but most of the time he can be funny. Like last night, I what do you say? He sucks bad news, though. What? He when he sucks up the bad news, Barrett. Oh yeah, some people he's like he says like fly and goat like every five sentences when he when Daniel Bryan. Air like, goat. He says it all. The yeah, time. air goat. Oh. Air Dan. Air Usos. <laughs> <laughs> all those guys. Yeah, he loves the Usos too. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. He's just got to get some new. He's just got to get some new material. That's yeah. all. But aside from that, though, he's pretty entertaining. Yeah. So. So we just want to rant on NXT and all the reality <laughs> yeah. shows they could possibly watch. So uh, the commentators, my someone didn't get a wish happy birthday, and why their entrance theme was awesome, yeah. and my total diva is why you should watch it. You should watch all that stuff, yeah. especially NXT. If you want to watch good wrestling and just like watch no NXT segments or BS, watch NXT. Watch the future of the company right Seriously. now. Seriously, and watch hopefully the WWE kill all these guys when they yeah. come to the main roster. So watch the WWE Network. It's great. It's $10 a month. It's awesome. You can watch old pay-per-views. I was watching Backlash. I was talking about this to you a couple days ago. If you watch Backlash 2009, <laughs> you can see RJ mark out as Randy Orton wins the title. I did. I did. It was a great show. I put it up. On, I put my review it up on YouTube. It was a good show. Great show. Very good show. I watched well, Extreme Rules today from that year. It's great, too. I, I think it was one of the best B pay-per-views ever. I thought it was really good. It was very, very good. I hate Swagger and Christian, I think, was the first match, right? It was, I thought it was a good match. I, I just don't like Swagger match. a lot. I, I, I watched Christian the Edge documentary awesome. yesterday, too. Did you? Was it, was it good? It was good. Nice goes Triple H. Nice goes Triple H. Okay. Good. I don't nothing, know which one's better. Nothing. I think there's not one that's came close to topping Triple H. Really? That's my opinion. I don't know. I think CM Punk's Warriors, in my opinion, was very, very good. Sam Punk's had a good one too. I hate Sam Punk, but he had a good documentary. Yeah, he had an ex. I thought that was the Mick best Foley one. Was good. I feel like the, oh, I feel like I've seen every documentary I've seen. They were good, but I think nothing can touch Triple H. <laughs> Triple H was so Triple H good. was good. I didn't. I'm not saying it's bad. I just didn't. I just hate how he runs the company and he has a huge ego. But yeah, I thought Punk's good. Check out Warriors. Check out Edges. Check out Foley's. Stone Cold had a very good one too. Rock has one up there. How many does Cena have? Cena's like ten. Obviously, it's Cena. Well, I mean, but which one do you want? You suggest there's one on the network. I don't know, oh, is there experience or something? Something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Rocks was good. Uh, NWO yeah. one's good too. I, I thought it was okay. Never You've mind. seen that thing? I don't know. I, I feel you like know I've which seen one's it good. Before. It has to go up the WCW one, the Rise and Fall WCW. Yes, that's yes. A great I have it on DVD. One. I have it on DVD. It's great. Yeah. They gotta get all the WCW content on the network. That like we were saying before, the Monday Night Raw show or the Monday Night War show. So that all being said, though, I think we t- <laughs> we talked about more of that stuff than we did Raw and, and it's all right. Raw wasn't that good. We're watching NXT, Raw was good, but this is more important. I feel like we talked about a lot of uh, NXT did. guys. It's all right though. It's it's, it's wrestling. It's all matters. It's all wrestling exactly. We love this stuff. So, so that being said, Extreme Rules on Sunday. It's going to be a great show. Looking yeah, forward to it. It's going to be an, a decent show. I hope it. Graham ep- always likes to overstate stuff. <laughs> decent show. It's going to be the most epic show in the history of wrestling. It'll probably be not that good, but. It's free, pretty much. The don't get your ten bucks up. a month are free. Yeah, yeah and the stream was good. Yeah, I know you didn't watch WrestleMania on the network. They like, said live. I don't know. Jeff and them said it was all right, but I thought it was very good. In my in my dorm, I, I thought it was pretty good. For that I had a 
Ethernet cord in Brindle. or something, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out of there next year, man. Yeah, you're going to Endicott. Man, Endicott. Next do- it's the next door I'm over. I'm going to Marblehead, so. <laughs> I don't Hopefully know. better connection there. I would hope so. <laughs> so. That being said, Raw Talk next week, Extreme Rules review, all that great stuff. Second to last show next week. Possible NXT review, if it's very good. Yeah, if it's very good, we'll definitely talk about it. I'll probably still play it anyway, so I'm a big NXT fan. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Check it out. Like, Check out the WWE Network. Subscribe it's only to it right $10, now. people. You're cheap if you're not paying for it already. Just ask awesome. your parents. They will buy it for you. <laughs> yeah, ask for that credit card number. Seriously. That's what, that's what matters in life, exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. But um, even still, though, I look forward to what uh, happens at Extreme Rules, Monday Night Raw, Total Divas, NXT, everything else in between. So I look forward to it. Should be great. But, um, yeah, we'll be back next week with Talk Extreme Rules, Monday Night Raw, um, like I said before, we'll be having a uh, a shorter interview next week with the uh, promoter of New England Championship yeah, Wrestling. I talked for a while. What? I talked for a while. Well, I had, to, while. I had to catch up with him, I know, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't see him in a couple of years. So we had, a, we had a longer interview than usual. It's okay. We got all the time in the world. We got go the whole soon. time no. in the world. I got to go to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a class tomorrow at 8 o'clock, yeah. I do too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So it's okay. But, um... Yeah, we'll be talking next week. Sheldon Goldberg, promoter of New England Championship Wrestling, um, May 3rd, regular time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central Time. RJ, shout-outs, plugs, you got I it. got shout-outs. I always got my shout-outs. I got the same out because there's a lot of people I need to shout to. Go right ahead. So we go Cam Burns, Jeff Stone, Jeff Stone. Mando, Alex Gauman, Tim Bredberg, Jamie, Shannon, John, Molly, Brian Sussingham. <laughs> Am I missing anyone? I don't think so. If I did, I'm sorry. There's a lot of people. And uh, plug at Raymond underscore Marceau on Twitter. And uh, Tweet him all the time so you can, you'll, you'll yeah, see you can it. see it. And I have a YouTube page. It's mostly about football, but check it out. Just check it out anyways. It's on my it's uh, all Twitter. Sports. And I got my uh, blog on my Twitter, too. You can go check that out. It has some wrestling on there, so for the wrestling fans, you can check that out. So uh, that's all my plugs. And at WrestleRant. You got to go <laughs> plug the WrestleRant. Of course. But, um, yeah, I'm going to try to talk to that girl that, uh, tomorrow in my class, the one that knows Mick Foley. Yeah. You've got to get Mick Foley on these exactly. shows. Even if it's, like, next year, we have to we have, have Mick Foley. we have to get the first show next year with bang, Mick, bang. Mick Foley. yeah. <laughs> that can be an hour long, too. I wouldn't care. Yeah, yeah. Mick Foley? God, that'd be amazing. We can go, like, all day with Mick Foley. But, um, yeah, we'll be back next Tuesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central Time. Check out, check out the Twitter, at Russell Rant, Facebook, Graham Jason Matthews, YouTube, same thing. Um, review a backlash up there now, like I said before. Check it on the network. RJ was there. Extreme Rules 2009 review coming in a couple days. Lots of awesome stuff. Oh, and Russell Rant, radio clips, all that kind of stuff, too. So with all that being said, folks, thanks for listening live. We will be back next Tuesday night with more Raw Talk, Extreme Rules Talk, and everything else in between. Thanks for listening live, folks. This is Graham Jason Graham Matthews signing Whoa. out. See you next week, folks.